Hello, and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I am your host, Casper. I am your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays, because Wednesdays are for podcasts, as always. Well, we try. <laughs> sometimes, as, uh, sometimes there's emergencies and we can't, but... Sometimes it's for Thursdays, sometimes it's... Saturdays, sometimes, sometimes it's... Hey, days a week. Okay, guys, so this episode is all about the Cecil Hotel. I've seen so many people super excited about this episode, especially, you know, with all the buzz going around Cecil Hotel right now. Um, but of course, before we get into that, let's have a word from our sponsor. Calm your buddy down. <laughs> like, she really laid this. I really put on the Jonas. She really laid the Jonas. Really laid that Jonas on. That's okay. I appreciate it. Um, so guys, uh, there will be a new bath bomb scent coming soon. Should we drum roll? Um, that's actually oh, no. a perfect drum roll. Actually, it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, uh, well, yeah, because I'm basically gonna have them. Um, hope I will. I should have them done and ready by tomorrow. So hopefully, I should have it posted tomorrow or Friday. Uh, on Etsy for sale, but they are going to be lavender chamomile bath bombs. So... Bitch, I didn't even know about this shit. I'm about to buy it bulk. <laughs> I've been like, are you ready? You're like, um, excuse me, are they ready yet? Are they ready now? Are they ready? I needed, are they like, ready? I needed them like yesterday. Are they ready? This is just amazing though, because this is going to come into my self-care so great, because lavender and chamomile are two of my favorite smells, and they so help me I... relax. Ordered from really great companies on Etsy as well. Uh, my essential oils are from Plant Guru. I highly recommend people go to Plant Guru. Uh, you can get so many uh, different varieties of, of essential oils from there. They're all natural. Uh, they're a great reputable company to order from. You can order them in different sizes too. So if you just want like pocket size like something you need by your bed or if you want something in bulk or whatever and the prices are really reasonable um and a lot of times they'll run sales so that's yeah so that's really awesome um and they're real chamomile flowers guys so i'm like really excited about it they smell amazing the mixture between lavender and chamomile is is just gonna be incredible the so mixture really between lavender and chamomile is the only thing that helps me sleep when i go through my insomnia so i'm hoping this is going to be as big of a seller as the oatmeal honey ones have been so i really appreciate you guys there's going to be a lot of changes coming in the next few months and different things being restructured so um we're really excited be about patient and be kind and i appreciate it and um you know as always the etsy shop just search calm your body down the links in the bio on the instagram page uh see your bd thanks guys calm your body down Just laying on that thick nick. I know. Now I'm gonna have that to, thick like, nick, dude. I am stoked about these bombs. I'm I'm pretty stoked. I am myself. fucking. Oh my god. Because okay. obviously I use my own product, so you know you have to you have to test. Well, yeah. Test batch. Well, of course. Exactly. I can be a guinea pig. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Anytime. I'll still pay you for them. I'll still be like, here's the money for the bomb. Okay, so Cecil Hotel, my dudes, of course, you know, this became viral back in 2012. 
Uh, yes, with Elisa Lambs. With Elisa Lambs, you know, that video that went viral and everybody was like, the fuck? And then that documentary came out a couple months ago and everyone's like, oh. Well, almost everyone's like, oh. But, um, there's more to that hotel than just that. It seems like everyone that ever talks about the Cecil Hotel only focuses on that thing that happened. This hotel is, uh, whew. It was actually in 2013. 13. Apologies. Yeah. When, when Elisa had passed away. But, um. This hotel yeah. has a dark, dark history past. It's just covered in blood everywhere you look in this place. It's absolutely awful. I mean, we'll go over, uh, you know, obviously the history of the hotel that may not, that may still be something that not a lot of people are familiar with. I mean, it's just. From from pretty much a year into its inception until now, it's just kind of been wrought with with a lot of tragedies, and uh, it's really sad, especially what the hotel was supposed to represent. Um, but there's so many other factors with the area that it's in. Skid Row. We'll we'll do a tad bit of history about Skid Row because that could take a long time getting into the history of that and how that's come into play with that whole area in Los Angeles. Um, it's just very poor and unfortunate, but uh, it 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 it's it did gain more popularity with uh, Elisa Lamb's death. Um, but I so we Casper and I had this discussion about um, we had some trouble finding any articles or references, not even so much from. Uh, paranormal groups, but just even people that may have had personal experiences. We have a really hard time finding anything in regards to um, hauntings, like specific stories of actual hauntings. Obviously, there's we're going to go over uh, a lot of you guys, if you're into the ghost hunting shows, we've talked about them a lot throughout this podcast with Ghost Adventures, Zach Bagel Bites, and his... Baggins. No relation. <laughs> um, Bilbo to the Hobbit. Uh, he, um, you know, the the crew uh, went to the Cecil and did a full investigation. There was a two hour um, episode on. Uh, uh, I don't know if we talked about this last time, and this is totally not an ad, but y'all need to get Discovery Plus because it's amazing. Anyway. Listen, can I just hold up? Like, real watched, quick, totally not an ad. We are not sponsored by them, but... <laughs> I watched the entirety of the first season of Paranormal Caught, and I love what they show. do with that, because they bring in experts to analyze footage to see if it's real or not. Obviously, some of the things that you watch, you're kind of like, yeah, that's fake as Yeah, you're, you're pretty well. But um, I love some of the... And then they send them to go to these places, certain places, and they do their own... I love that show. It's absolutely amazing. But of course, you know, I had to do a little bit of a nostalgia and watch that terrible show, A Haunting. The reenactments are absolutely horrific. And the people... Okay, can you tell me... <laughs> but I love that show The so actors much. that they get to reenact the people look nothing... I mean, like, okay, for instance, if the real guy is bald... They find an actor that, yes, is bald, but will be like buffed out, Vin Diesel looking guy when the real life guy looks like 
Oh, I just thought of a really old reference that only people like over 40 are going to get. But anyway, I'll just throw it out there. Like the Dunkin' Donuts guy back in the day. Like he just looks like. Or like Dr. Phil or some shit. Like not a very attractive bald man. But like in the reenactment, it's like this really hot. And I don't. That's weird for me to say because I'm personally not attracted to bald men. But like really hot bald guy. You're just like all buff. And you're like, wait, that doesn't look anything. Well, sometimes like it's you. so confusing to the point where it's like. Which person is Yeah, this? I don't even know who that's supposed to be. Because it's so... Like, I watched... The one I watched the other night was about this demon. It's like, Michael, that doesn't look like you. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like you. Michael. Like, this one, this one that I watched where this guy... It was about a demon taking over this... Like, seeping into this guy's uh, family after his dad passed away. He was very vulnerable. And this demon basically had lived on the land and was taking over him. So it was... You know, affecting his family and whatnot. Did we watch the same thing? Wait, no. The guy in my story didn't have a family, but it was after his dad died. Well, he had a daughter that lived with him. Okay, no, 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 no. This guy didn't. Okay. This guy didn't. Okay, well, it, was, it, was um, a different, it was a different one. It was a di- I thought so we were talking about the same one. The guy that was the actual guy yeah. looked like... And no offense to him, this is just what he looked like. He looked like a country bumpkin. Right. That's just kind of what he looked like. Like, he's straight out of Kentucky. Like, what no you No offense, would Kentucky. Think, right. Sorry, Carl. Um, what you would... The, the very stereotypical of what you would think of. But the guy right. who actually played him as an actor was a really good-looking middle-aged man. That's what I'm saying. They never and I'm like... Definitely... Also, the girl who played his daughter looked nothing they never like do. the actual daughter like not even close yeah haunting go will will go down in history with having the absolute worst reenactments ever not to mention how terrible some of the actors are also speaking of reenactments i don't even know how i just found this out just last night but the original unsolved mysteries is on discovery Plus. i know like the robert stack a ri- i know I found it when me and my dad were searching. It's four ninety nine a month. Y'all need to get on it. Me and my dad were searching through it because I let him use mine too now. Yeah, because oh, he's yeah. so excited. Because oh like, god, it's so there are monsters. Oh my god, him and his it's Bigfoot. So, shit. Oh, oh my god, he loves his Bigfoot. I'm like same though. <laughs> there's so many, but there's so many I want to watch. Like paranormal caught on tape, the alien shit. I'm kind of getting Bigfoot into that. Shit. I'm kind of getting into that Skinwalker Ranch Hunt for Skinwalker that Skinwalker Ranch show. I, I watched the watch first. That. I watched the first episode mainly because I wanted to meet who owns that land now, and this guy's just got. I don't know. I'm like, where's your money from? Why does your family work for you? I have questions. <laughs> um, was his name Payman? <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot. The guy's like, the guy has a lot of money. I don't know. Anyway, if. If you guys are, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're into true crime and paranormal. And, but it's got, and it, creatures too, like, like, it's got cryptids. other things. So Discovery Aliens. owns Travel Channel, they own uh, Food Network, they own HGTV, they own, you Owns know, the food stuff on there. TLC, if you want to get into the trashy night, if you don't say shit, um, I'm not into that, but you know, whatever. Food Network is totally on there. Danielle, oh, Danielle will be. Good Wait, eats, which girl. Danielle? Our Danielle. Good eats. My Danielle's obsessed with the Food Network. Oh, but, all the Danielles. But, but our Danielle loves Good Eats, and my of husband's been watching does. Good Eats since day one. 
We watched, Danielle, if you're listening, you'll love this. We watched the very first episode of the first season of Good Eats, went out and had hair. And <laughs> it fucked me up so bad. I was like, oh my God. I was like, the cutaways, the the costume, everything was so cheap. It was just crazy. The, the Even the video was kind of grainy. So it was like, it was very nostalgic. Yeah, guys, there's just, so it's not just true crime and paranormal. HGTV, Food Network, TLC. $5. Animal Planet. Animal, I totally fucking forgot about Animal Planet. Can we talk there's about the There's that new show with the Irwins. Can we talk about that show, though? The paranormal Steve Irwin, show? All right, sorry, I just gotta say Steve Irwin, R.I.P. Crocodile Hunter. Y'all, I'm dying. Him. His, his babies are all grown up, and his baby had a baby, and I just cry, and I can't. I literally can't. Bendy's a mommy and she's married and I literally can't. I've watched that child grow up right. and I'm like she is a mommy. Can we talk about I that can't. paranormal show though about animals? I love that show. I remember watching it on Animal Planet. So it anyway, guys, like we said, that is not an ad, but it's $4.99 a month and it's well, well, well worth it. You get it. ads, but it's it doesn't fucking matter. They're like a minute, if that long, and it's like Paying for basic Hulu, you still get it's, ads. It's way better than sitting through commercials. Me and my husband have finally bit the bullet, and we're like, "Yeah, we're gonna get rid of cable. <laughs> There's just no point in having Paramount it anymore." Fucking plus, like everyone's going to streaming. No one watches TV anymore. Yeah, it's just well, we we st- the only reason why we still did mainly was for a lot of these shows that were on Discovery, Discovery. and Travel Channel and stuff that you couldn't stream unless you were doing it from their website which i yeah. really like doing that and uh when i found out that they were when i found out discovery plus was going to be a thing and that literally well they were kind of holding me a hostage because they were like yeah we're not going to show new episodes of x y and z show on cable anymore like you have to get discovery plus like that's what ghost adventures is doing if you still have cable you can't watch any of the new episodes on cable all of the new episodes are exclusively going to be on Discovery+. Oh, thank Plus. you so much so they, for that. That's why I said, so they kind of hold you hostage. <laughs> that's why we just kind of said, fuck it. Like, we we have to get it now because half the shows we watch, if we want any new episodes, we can't. At least it's only $5 a month. It's and I so still, well I still, worth it. You know, tip off, tip a hat off to Disney Plus that it's still only 7 You know? That's still really good because I, I hate that I don't, I and here's Netflix, like, it. every single year, we're raising our prices. Like, y'all, Netflix, you're fucking, well, we have to raise our prices for the originals. How many motherfucking originals has Disney made? I mean, granted, it's Disney. I get that. Disney's rolling in fucking money. But you don't, you don't, how many people have Netflix? How much money, fucking money are you making? Raising it $2 a year, every single fucking year. When that motherfucker hits $25 a month, I'm done with it. Oh, yeah, then I have to go. I have to go. I will be okay because... with $20, but when it hits $25, no. Because I, I will give them that, especially their foreign programming. Yes. Like, love, love that. Oh, my God, Dark. And then the creators of Dark are just started filming 1899, which is going to be another, like, oh, my God. So, like, the, the programming is impeccable. The original programming is insane. The documentaries are insane. Like, Joe Berlinger is pumping them out. So happy for him. But, yeah, if it reaches to the point where they start trying to get into, like, cable prices, like, y'all got me fucked up. I'm not... I, I can't do more than 20 bucks. Because start Netflix, up into 25, Hulu, 30. Disney, 
discovery. Well, we're gonna shudder. do the. I'm so sorry, guys. You have to listen. You should probably stop talking about this. We're basically gonna do the. We're gonna do the Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus thing at some point because we're gonna get rid of cable. I like sports, so uh, we kind of you know. And see, UFC starts to hold you hostage because they're like, oh, we got all these new fights, but you have to watch them on ESPN+. I'm like, motherfucker. But that deal, all three of those, is $14.99. Oh, bitch. That's $5 each. That's a ridiculous and, rate. And Hulu, you got everything. So even if you watch cable programs, like South Park, Family Guy, if you're into those kind of, like, we love those shows, you can still watch all of them in the new episodes on Hulu. The only thing I'm low-key sad about is I really, really want HBO. But that's by itself HBO is Max fifteen dollars a month. I want HBO Max. Yeah, and that's what I want. I'm like, yo, I just found out Lovecraft Country or Showtime. Lovecraft Country is out on Blu-ray and DVD. If you don't have HBO Max, I saw it at Target today. You're welcome. If anybody didn't know that, this has been a whole beginning. Just I know we're I like promoting like we're doing, streaming. We're doing services. ads, and uh, <laughs> none of them are sponsoring us. But anyway, go to Target. And by Lovecraft But anyway, Country, go to Target, and get Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus, and there you go. We digress. So, guys, the Cecil Hotel. Back to the Cecil. <laughs> but I was saying with the hauntings, I think the reason why there probably is a shortage of being able to find articles of hauntings is there's probably been so many reports. I'm sure. I'm sure there's yeah. been. Yeah. And even people, the, the hard thing about... It could be, too, the hard thing about people that stay there that may have potentially um, seen anything is I'm sure people have even to this day been discounted considering it's a high drug area. It's, you know, and we'll get into that with Elisa Lamb. You know, it's it's uh, people that are on drugs, people that have uh, schizoid disorders, people that see hallucinations, people that have manic episodes that experience um, audio and visual hallucinations, a lot of things like that can fuck with your head and definitely make you think you're seeing demons. For sure, for sure. Probably way scarier than what's out there for real that you could see. Um, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, so we'll get into that too because we weren't able to find a lot in regards to hauntings, but we will be referencing Wikipedia as far as the history and and um, we're gonna hit. God, on there's on been there's been so many deaths because they. They've been We're definitely going to go over that. You know, we we will we did have some qualms with it. We'll we'll definitely talk about that. There were a couple of things that Casper and I talked about before we started that we were kind of not too happy about. But you know that that kind of that's Zach for you. If you've been watching Ghost Adventures as long as we have, um, that's kind of that's kind of what. But in all reality, I love the show. Oh yeah, I, 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 I literally say one old. When I saw the entire series was on Discovery Plus. When I saw that, I was like, oh my god. From day one, we get to see the evolution of Zach's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the evolution of Zach's buff. Because... Come at me, bro! He's such a bro dude now, and w- back then he was he was buff, but he wasn't. Oh, like not so what he is. Oh God, and it's like Aaron's weight loss. That's yeah. that's really fucking crazy. And Nick disappearing. See. Nick just gone. Yeah, well, him and Zach got into a bad. Well, considering what happened, I get it though. Because I love how he said like, "Oh, I'm leaving because my wife and kids don't need to, like my wife doesn't want me to do it anymore." And then like all of a sudden he's like doing ghosts. But can we talk about the fact that again? Paranormal Lockdown is also on Discovery Plus? Him and Katrina Wiseman, who was part of Ghost Hunters, wasn't she? 
No, she was no, on Paranormal no. State. Yep, and then now her, <laughs> and then her and Jack Osborne do their show together. That's right. Yeah. I forgot she was on Paranormal State with that one dude. I can't think of his name. Oh, I do. My name is Ed- Edward. Forgettable. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Yep, it is forgettable. I mean, when it's like one-off show and I can't remember, it's like, yeah, your name is... And I'm over here like, my name is Zach Baggins. <laughs> forgettable. Um, so, yeah. Do we want to go just right into the history? Yeah, we can, ju- we can just hit like a few, like, things. Yeah, we're just going to hit a few things. Um, So it opened on December 20th in 1924. It's yeah. on 640 South Main Street. The, it's got 19 floors, 700 rooms. Yes. Um... As of 2017, though, it's being renovated and redeveloped into a mix of hotel rooms and residential units. So basically, they did want it to just exclusively be a hotel, but it's zoned for residential. It's been since the inception of the hotel from 1924. Um, Yeah, so real quickly, it was three hotel years that wanted to make a destination hotel for business travelers and tourists. And... um, the location at the time was perfect because it was near, you know, railway system right there in LA. Um, you know, so $2.5 million at the time was invested into it. And then unfortunately within five years of it opening, the great depression happened. Um, so that's essentially what, what tanked the hotel. Um, it still flourished throughout the 1940s, but uh, it did slowly start to decline even more after that, especially within the seventies and eighties um, when Skid Row became even more increasingly populated by the homeless. Um, 10,000 homeless people live within a four-mile radius. Oh, it's even more than that now. Oh, now? Yeah, that was just then. That was just then. That is so sad to me. So most most people are familiar with the iconic advertisement on the right side of the building uh, that originally had the word monthly. It remains. The first letters can still be seen, but the current word daily was aligned on the right side, unlike the other rows. So that's been original since, you know, the day it was opened um in 2011 part of the hotel was rebranded at stay on main so if you guys saw the elisa lamb netflix documentary it did mention even at the time that she was staying there it was actually called stay stay on main it actually is still called that but um it's more hip people people know it's the cecil Um, i've also heard it be pronounced cecil but we're gonna say cecil i'm just more used to it being pronounced like that um I'm. I have a pet peeve with that. I don't like the Cecil. Yeah, it's just strange. <laughs> I've heard it more Cecil than anything. So, um, in 2014, uh, a New York City hotelier by the name of Richard Bourne bought the hotel for 30 million dollars. Um, in 2016, Matt Barron, uh, president of Simon Barron, I don't know what the fuck that is, said he was that committed like a name to the to me, not yeah. a company. <laughs> okay, he was committed to the preservation of the architectural and historical significance of the building such as the grand lobby which is a, which apparently is still to this day absolutely incredibly ornate and gorgeous and shows the beauty of the art deco design out of the 1920s which is something i really love about living in the part of ohio that we do in cincinnati because it's just you see a lot of art deco in this really in the city and i just i love that design i think it's cool um the company planned to completely redevelop the interior and fix the hodgepodge work that had been done in more recent years beyond renovations. They wanted to put in a gym, a lounge, and a rooftop pool. Um, the hotel has pretty much since 2017 been closed for renovation, except for the residents that are still there using it as a um, 
not not so much as a as a hotel but as a residential unit um so it's uh apparently supposed to be completed sometime this year in 2021 um that probably is going to be pushed off another year i mean with covid COVID. everything obviously that's going to take even more time um, in February of 2017, the LA City Council voted to deem this, the Cecil a historic cultural monument because it is repre- it is representative of the early 20th century American hotel and because of the historic significance within the architecture. So yeah, that's just a quick uh, overview about the history of the hotel. But yeah, pretty much the Great Depression happening five years after because most businesses don't really start to see a revenue until about five years for it to tank because of the great depression five years later that that just kind of sealed sealed its its doom um so specifically to skid row um it's a neighborhood in downtown la uh cecil is pretty much right smack dab in it people that live in that part of la refer to it as central city east um, as of 2019, the population of the district is uh, like 4,700. It contains one of the largest stable homeless populations in the United States, between 42 to 8,000 people at a time. Um, it has been known for its condensed homeless, po- homeless population since the 1930s. So we did mention at one time it was 10,000. So it's down from 10,000 to 8,000 at times, but still that's a lot. Um yeah crime is all just the culture of the area unfortunately has just always garnered um nothing but poverty and mental illness and you know we've talked about it so many times how when the fall of state mental institutions happened when states were no longer willing to fund them when there was no federal funding coming in, when they became completely overrun and understaffed and just awful to these people. And once they went, once these hospitals closed down, where do you think these people went to when they had nowhere else to go? On the streets. I mean, like, do you know, that was so disheartening to find out that the majority of the homeless that are in Salem were from Denver State Hospital closing down. Like, that, that, that set all types of fucked up with me because they're friendly and there's not a lot. And I don't mind homeless and, you know, like people that have a problem, you need to get over yourself. Those are people that are mentally ill. Stop with this old bullshit. Of get a job, you bum. These are mentally ill people. These are people, people like that. Can't that work. These are people that think trees are talking to them. They're going to try to go in and apply to McDonald's. Are you, you got me fucked up. Where are they going to get help? What are they going to do? Like, no like these people need to be in institutions some of them do but ones that are properly run ones that were right the way they were initially created was to make these was to to, was to not only help them but also make them feel like they were active members of society a lot of these places we used to talk about they had they had working farms they were manufacturing things they were teaching them skill trades they were getting proper medications. They were, you know, right. It, there were act not not to say that, but then of course later on, awful things started happening to them. They were being used for experiments that they didn't know about. Lobotomies were a thing. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to give a quick overview about Skid Row because it's really sad. This area is really sad, and the majority of the population 
has been people that are mentally ill. And now it's grown even more with COVID. I mean, like, you can go to downtown LA and there are tent encampments. Like, that's how bad it is with COVID. And now all of a sudden they're like, let's open shit back up again. I'm like, the fuck? I need to get this homeless population shit together. There's too many property, like, let's lower these fucking property taxes, LA. But anyway, that goes into a whole nother thing. But um, yeah, so just that, just from the start, I feel like the history of this hotel got kind of fucked over. It almost seemed like it didn't have a prayer. Like, at all. So then when you go into the... So actually, the first documented suicide happened before the Great Depression. It was actually within two years... Well, three years. Three, three. years of the hotel opening. January 22nd of 1927, Percy Orman Cook, age 52, shot himself in the head while inside his hotel room after he failed to reconcile with his wife and child. The LA Times reported that he was rushed to the receiving hospital with a slim chance of survival. Death records actually revealed that he died that same evening. Um, and then, of course, the next reported death was in 1931 with W.K. Norton. He died after taking poison capsules throughout the 40s and the 50s. More suicides happened. In 2008, two longtime residents... Uh, referred to the Cecil as the suicide. It became a popular nickname on social media years later. Room Spook, which is a website that tracks hotel deaths, lists at least 13 suicides that happened at the hotel. So first of all, you got a lot of negative, you got a lot of negative building up right there. All these suicides, sadness, depression, all of this negative just swooping in. Yeah, I mean, building up hard, like, you can't have that much happening. Um, you know, if you guys want to take a look, there is a link in Wikipedia that has uh, deaths and um, it actually has a complete list of deaths and violence at the Cecil Hotel. The, the timeline is just insane, especially when you go from, so if you go in the 30s, it's, it's almost every year. In the 40s, close um they start to die down until you get into the 60s there's almost one every year um yeah it actually so it actually looks like the most recent one was june 13th of 2015 um there was no name given uh it looks like it was a 28 year old man he was found outside the hotel some conjectured that he might have committed suicide by jumping although a spokesperson for the county coroner told the la times that the cause of death has not been determined he was, he was just basically suspected of uh, falling from the building, but there was nothing that said that he actually jumped or was pushed or anything like that. So um, that's been the most recent as of 2015. Um, yeah, and obviously it's a spot for drugs, violence, sex workers. Um, Murder. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, well, um, you see, it said that... Researcher Hadley Mears in 2015, while researching for KCET, he claimed that in 1947, Elizabeth Short, Black Dahlia, um, that she was rumored to have been drinking at the bar in the days before her unsolved murder. However, this claim, so I've always heard this, but apparently this claim appeared to be nothing more than the retelling of a long forgotten falsehood that was first uh, appeared in 1995 in an LA Times article by Steve Harvey, not that Steve Harvey. Um, without fact-checking the claim, 
Harvey had quoted that Ken Schlesser, author of a book called This is Hollywood, stated that on January 11th, 1947, just three days before her murder, the Black Dahlia was seen in the bar of the Cecil Hotel with a girlfriend and two sailors. Uh, Schlesser also added that the fact that the hotel, in fact, the hotel, the bars, and the bar is on the same block, including the dugout next door, were some of Elizabeth's favorite hangouts during the week before she was killed. Uh, Schlesler's Black Dahlia claim is easy to disprove. According to LA Records, LAPD Records, uh, Short was last seen alive at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel on January 9th and was not seen again until her body was discovered on January 15th. So there have never been any known records of Elizabeth Short being uh, at the Cecil Hotel. So I, I did want to put that to rest because I feel like that has been something that's been rumored for a long, very long time. Long, long, long yeah, time. absolutely. It has been. Because really the two... Because there were actually people that had said they had seen her ghost. Like, had actually seen her in that hotel. Yeah. But there's no way. And, well, the one thing I always debunked with that is a lot of times the people that did say they did see her ghost is that they said that they would see her in a, with a flower in her hair. And those were stock photos that were taken because she was an actress. Right. She wasn't known to particularly walk around all the time with a flower in her hair. So that kind of that kind of messed with me. Because I'm like, you're you're only seeing the same photos of her that everybody else has seen over the years. Stock right. photos that were taken because she was an actress. So, uh, but yeah, I'm glad they put that to rest because there's never been, that was all a rumor. There was never, ever, ever any, any connection between her and the Cecil. Um, now this next one leads back to the, uh, this was in Ghost Adventures. This made, this one was sad. This one was really sad. Because I don't think, I don't think anything specifically happened in her room, but I think there was some, maybe the REM pod that they use. Uh, who was the guy that was in that? Nothing happened. Jane. It was it was, was it in that room? It was Billy. Billy was in that room. It was yes. Billy. Yeah. He Billy had Tommy. her hat and there was a Yeah, yeah, the was not her hat, but he had a Dodge hat. Right. Uh, and Dodgers, Dodgers, sorry, because she wore a Dodgers hat. There was a voice too. There I don't remember what the voice had because I remember the anomaly going to the spirit box at the moment you heard the voice, and the anomaly also did go to the hat as well. So, um, what we're referring to in 1964, there was a murder, uh, by, it was a well-known and very well-liked long-term resident of the hotel. Her name was, uh, she, she had a nickname, Pigeon Goldie Osgood. She was known to, uh, feed pigeons. She always wore a Dodgers, LA Dodgers hat. Uh, she was found raped, stabbed, and beaten in a room. Um, there was a man that was found later wandering the streets covered in blood. His name was Jacques D. Ellinger. Uh, he was charged with her murder, but he was later cleared. Apparently, he had an alibi. I don't even, I never really looked into what that was about. But uh, still to this day, since 1964, her murder remains unsolved. So they did get some activity in her room, too. Yeah. I think I remember, didn't I somebody remember. start getting affected like they actually had pain somewhere? It was that dude. It was that dude that was showing them around. The hotel. Oh, when he was actually giving them the tour, he's like, "I cannot walk, be in here." And he walked out of. Yeah, it was yeah. that room. He was really affected by her room. That's right. It wasn't. Yeah, I couldn't really remember so much of what happened with Billy. It was the guy that was actually giving them the tour before they started. Yeah, he's like, "I gotta yeah. get out of here." He was feeling sick. Yeah, and, getting... and that was even towards the end. And you gotta think too, having something like that, that horrible, <clears throat> excuse me, to happen. Of course you're going to have energy left over from that. Because it may not have happened in her room. Most definitely. But 
her spirit's going to be attached to that place yeah. because of what happened to her, which is fucking terrible. It really makes me sad to think Elisa Lamb's spirit is somehow attached oh. to that place, too. I really, really, really I hate don't that. like that for her. I hate that so much. Because that was a, that was a uh, voice that they got. Uh, well, they got a voice, and then they got a man that said her name. That said her name, yeah. That was crazy. So I really, really don't. And then another voice that like was the, the same voice of, of her, like it might have been hers. Whoever's voice came through, it very much sounded like a woman. Yeah, it was a it was a female voice, as far as they could tell. Um, but yeah, who's to know if it was her voice? But still, it just even if it was, I don't like the fact of anybody yeah. that had to die, whether it was uh, Pigeon Goldie or Elisa have to die in such tragic ways, and their spirits have to still be tied to that place because that is. It's not a great place. Not a great place at all. It's not at all. Um, uh, So, now most famously, and this has definitely been confirmed in the 80s, Richard Ramirez was a resident. uh, The Night Stalker. Um, So he would actually... uh, It wasn't so much rumored because there were actually people that were able to corroborate him being seen covered in blood walking through Skid Row into the hotel up to his room. Like, I had blood on him. And nobody said anything. Nobody said a word. I mean, what, first of all, what the fuck are you going to say? Uh, yeah, like, he would, nobody like, called go, the cops. Nobody, but I mean... He would, like, go commit his murders and then he'd come back there. It would come right back there. Yeah. They got some shit in his room. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure they did. I don't think that his spirit is necessarily attached to that place, but I do believe that he conjured oh, yeah. demonic, that he conjured demons. And I think that a lot of the demonic, or at least part of the demonic activity that's a tie, that's tied to that place. So you don't even necessarily have to conjure demons to have demonic activity in a place. A place can just feel be filled with so much negative energy that it can open a space for demons to come through. And that's what they feed off of. So Exactly. So you what know, really drugs, me mental illness, yada yada yada, all of that. Yeah. And then all the deaths and suicides, murders. What really fucked me up with that too was that Zach brought because you know Zach owns this shit. He brought two of Richard's original paintings. Oh, that's right, yeah. And that obulus said thanks. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch no no oh hell no do the no 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 those paintings were terrifying too no thank you that man was fucked up yeah i don't i don't want to own anything he fucking i i draw the line glasses i'm like what the i draw the line i can't even imagine the spirits that are in your museum what the fuck is in there yeah i'm sure like the serial killer spirits at this point are just kind of like we're terrified of the other shit that's here. <laughs> yeah, things hold on to energy. God so damn. You, yeah, I wouldn't. For specific people, I definitely wouldn't. Um, now, this is interesting enough because I was not familiar with this guy. There's an Austrian serial killer by the name of Jack Unting, Unting, Unter, Unterweger. Unterweger. Thank you. Um, so what's crazy about this guy's story is that he was actually convicted in 1974 of a murder in Austria and was sentenced to prison, and they let him go, and he moved to L.A., and then started murdering women in the hotel. Like, he was posing as a photographer. 
this, yeah, this guy, he was supposedly taking after Ramirez. Now, now supposedly, supposedly. And I don't know if this actually came from him, but he was inspired by Richard Ramirez. So that was one of the reasons why he picked to stay at the Cecil Hotel. Um, I mean, and it could also, you know, it could also very well be the fact that it was just a cheap hotel for him to stay in when he got to L.A. Um, yeah, he was even hired by an, by an Austrian magazine to write about crime in L.A., the differences between U.S. and European attitudes. It's just like, it's so crazy. Why would you have a serial killer write about crime? <laughs> so he actually ended up getting arrested in Miami, Florida in 1992. He was a fugitive. So he actually ended up being extradited back to Austria in 92. And uh, it looks like he, yeah, he committed suicide in prison. Oh, so sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? This guy, yeah, this guy was... He may not have been as bad as Ramirez, but he was a piece of shit. Anybody that wants... Like, Anyone that wants says to follow that, Ramirez? Yeah, they're inspired by any serial killer. It's like, you know. Who was your inspiration? Richard Ramirez. Yeah. I'd be like, that sounds fucking great. go away. That sounds great. That's um, a great inspiration. Thank so those you. were just two things that were tied to the Cecil early on. Um, as far as serial killers go. Uh, but yeah, Richard Ramirez for sure you know he never he never committed any murders uh there but um i definitely think he was doing rituals and shit like for sure definitely there's some nasty shit in that toe, in that toe hell in that toe hell toe <laughs> um so i think what really put the cecil on the map was in February of 2013 when uh, Elisa Lamb went missing and was ultimately found dead in one of the uh, water cisterns. You know what's really crazy is that I remember seeing that happen after I saw the movie Dark Water. and Because that was something that got tied into the documentary on Netflix. Because I literally saw really that happen and I said, similar. It was really that's strange. literally the same plot. What? See, I actually saw Dark Water after. Oh. Uh, so I was like, okay, that's fucking weird. But what's even weirder is that Dark Water was made first. Yeah, it was. So that's what's even more fucked up. The fact that they were both even wearing a fucking red... What? I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and that, that... I Looking back now, knowing what I know, I wish they never would have released that video. Yeah. Nope. Just not with what's going on, not, or not just what, because of what is known about that hotel, it was so easy to speculate that she was either on drugs or that she was seeing, uh, demonic spirits. It was, and not to say that she may or may not have been seeing demonic spirits, but again, we know now that she was not taking her medication, that she was in a full-blown manic episode. And that she very well could have been seeing, and I'm only speculating only because I did not know her personally, but I have seen people have manic episodes like that. It's I'm it's very well possible that she was seeing and hearing uh visual and auditory hallucinations. So to her, oh yeah, she was hearing and seeing demons. For sure. 
real ones, ones in her head, whatever. Because it's also but, not to knock the fact that she wasn't on her meds. She was having a manic episode. Very, very, very vulnerable state. Yeah. And that's when demons attack. They do. That's why I don't like so, to say one way or right. the other. It's because a speculation. People, because people fuck around and they go, oh, well, then that means no. No. She killed herself. She had a mental disorder. She had a psychotic break because she wasn't taking her medication and she killed herself. Like, I think she did it on complete accident. I don't, though, I don't think. No. Well, nobody... I, because she was just manic and her, she wasn't thinking about her, what she was doing. A lot of times, suicides ha- are, are not intentional. Very You're just true. wanting yeah. to get away. I think in her instance, whatever in her head was was after her, she just wanted to get away from. And this was her way of getting away from it. I don't think it was intended. But... It was reported on that Netflix special that her sister said there had been times before where she had stopped taking her medication and she had to be hospitalized for suicide attempts. She herself wrote in her blog journal that she was suicidal, that she had been suicidal. So she also could have very well intended to kill herself. Her sister also said sometimes she would have hallucinations. When she would go manic. Yep. That and happens. she would run away and that hide happens. under yeah. her bed. So who's to say she didn't think, oh, a water tower is a great place to hide. Climbs in and dies because she can't get out. Yeah, but either way, whether it was accidental or not. Or and if people are not, saying, well, she, not... she, the thing was closed. Like, that was weird. How could she have done that? Well, this it is was my said, it, Well, no, but it was said at the end of that Netflix thing that they fucked that up. The cop that said that it was closed fucked that up. It, it was wasn't not actually closed. closed. It was open. They well, fucked that up. Well, the cop that told us that, that fucked that up. It was open. So that debunked the hell out of that. Well, I must have missed that part. But anyway, my thought even was if you're a fucking management or uh, if you're a man, what are they called? Maintenance. Thank you. Yeah. When you're, <laughs> I was like, manage. You're like, manage. Nope. Nope. Stop saying manage. Nope. (laughs) Maintenance. Thank you. When you're a maintenance guy and you're up in the, in the roof and you're doing whatever and you see that open, you probably think to yourself, well, fuck, I, I didn't mean to leave that open. I should close that. You're not going to be like, let me check to make sure there's not a dead body (laughs) in here before I close this. You know, cause that's a thing. You're going to go up there and you're not going to look in and you're going to put the lid back on. That's just. But, you know, whatever. I digress. <laughs> yeah, it just, once that, you know, that cop slipping up and saying that, them releasing that video, all the history and the lore of that hotel, it being in Skid Row, it was just an, it was just, it just was all, it, it just, it fucked everything up, I think, when it, when it really came down to the fact that, this was someone that was having a full manic breakdown and it's really, really, really sad. And I hate to think again, like we said earlier, that her spirit is in any way still tied to that place. I hate to think that because I, I really appreciated Joe Berlinger making her so human and real in that documentary, like making her real. Like she's not just this, this chick she's not a statistic anymore she's not this just well and she's also not that not just this chick flipping out in an elevator on a video right because i think she got so condensed to that once youtube sleuths and people out there were trying to make their own judgment of trying to figure out what the hell this video was about 
it, she's not condensed to being this crazy chick on an elevator anymore. She's Elisa Lamb. She had a family. She has a she had a name. She was young. She had she had dreams. She had a mental disorder. Too. I have depression and anxiety. It's I, I've I've had suicidal ideations. It is it it's awful. It's awful. And and my heart just breaks for her. That the end of that Netflix four part documentary really hit me because my heart just broke for her. This was someone's <coughs> daughter. This was someone's sister. This was someone's friend. She had a life. She was talented. She had dreams. She had aspirations. She had things that she wanted to do in her life. She was a good writer too. Like when she'd write and, those blogs. Oh, they were amazing. Her brain killed her. And that's what happens when your brain's wiring is fucked up like that. I mean, I've had depression and, and anxiety and I've had suicidal thoughts it's too. It's really, really, really sad. It's just sad. You know, it's really, the whole thing with her is really sad. Then that kind of goes into one of the arguments that we had with the Ghost Adventure Cecil Hotel episode. I did not like the fact that there seemed to be a lot of speculative associations from Zach specifically that there was some type of connection with Elisa and Richard Ramirez, which I don't believe at all. Yeah, no. Like they, the rooms weren't even on the same. I don't buy that. Um, I don't think Richard, again, I don't believe Richard Ramirez spirit is haunting that place. I do think Elisa is still there and that's really sad, but I definitely don't think Richard Ramirez is there. I just think whatever he conjured or brought in is there. Obviously it's got a lot to feed upon. Right. Um, well, especially just having all of the shit that happened in that hotel period. That all hotel the suicides, was going to manifest something the itself. This Jack Unterbegger uh, uh, guy being a murderer and, and killing mm. women there and supposedly being inspired by Richard Ramirez and his murderers. It was just disgusting. And uh, yeah, there's... Oh, and before anybody asks, just like Bobby Mackey, hell to the fucking no. I, I don't even want to go to L.A., but hell to the fucking no, we're never going to this place. So I'd like to visit L.A., but not anytime soon. Oh, no, 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 not any... It's a no. dumpster fire right now. Like we'll we'll wait. We'll wait. I'll, I'll give it a while. I am. I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Young, I'm young. We're young. I'm young. I love to be. Young. I'm sorry. I was, like, <laughs> I was not trying to break into song. Um, I did yeah, want to say plenty of time to go to L.A. Not not now though. I did want to say something. A lot of this. You know what's really sad to me is that a lot of this shit is just because people don't think that mental disorders are a real thing. Even now. This is still something we're fighting about. Which is why certain people like Carrie Fisher, you know, made it so important for people to know that this shit is real. Mental dis 99% of the shit going wrong is because of people not getting help with mental disorders. Bipolar, schizophrenia, Depression and anxiety, two of the ones I'd say probably everybody has now. In some form or another. Like my mom. My dad. Bless him. I don't have anxiety. He goes, I don't have anxiety. Calls me the day we're supposed to go out to dinner. 11 a.m. What time are we, what time are we meeting? Dad, we've talked about this all week. Four o'clock. Well, are you going to call and have him get a seat ready yes dad i've told you this all week he says he doesn't have anxiety that is a form of anxiety yep i have it too 
I tell people all the time, like literally it's like a month in advance. What time are we getting together? I need, it's like my brain's like, I need to know. And I'm like, we'll figure it out later. Like my logical side's like, bitch, we will figure it out later. It's fine. <laughs> I just don't, one thing I will say though, I don't like when people are dismissive. I do believe people can have panicked moments yes. or depressed episodes. Yes. But don't, don't confuse the two. Right. Because having full-blown depression and full-blown anxiety aren't, they don't happen in episodes. Like, you just have had it. it. Yeah, you can That's go why I said I have panic had attacks. depression. Yeah. I do not have it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have spouse of it. It hits me every once in a while, but it usually only lasts about yeah. a day or two. My anxiety... Always. <laughs> just just always. Oh yeah, my anxiety's always there. <laughs> uh my depression comes and goes. Uh yeah. But it's just it's not it's something it, it's I'm just so glad you said that because even to this day. So apparently after that Netflix documentary, TMZ reported that the LAPD's crisis hotline has been receiving so many calls from people who still... So that's that just brings up the point. They still don't believe that her death was due to mil mental illness, even though that documentary said that. The documentary actually even says, like, put, it, put this other stuff to rest. Like, this is what happened. I mean, I like, we're even still partly speculating some of what happened. Because we don't know the full story, but it's it's kind of it's kind of black and white. With yeah, like I mean, a little bit of gray. We not much. The, exactly. Like I said, we don't know the full story, but we have enough of the story now to know that um it she wasn't murdered, it wasn't ghosts, it wasn't demons. She had a psychotic break. And that's that's the thing that was the most hurtful is that people didn't believe it then and and even now still don't believe it and it's like okay even after all this coming out like all right that's um, why i'm still such an advocate for mental health because mental health is real it will always be real no matter if people believe it or not also i just want to throw this out there since i think this should this is important because we have mentioned suicide um the national suicide prevention hotline is available 24 hours a day for everyone. It's 800-273-8255. So if you need to keep that for yourself or to give that to someone that you love, that you care about, check on the people that you love, guys. You never... Don't just look at the surface. You have no idea what people are going through. If you haven't talked to somebody in a while, you need to fucking talk to them. You need to reach out, text, Facebook message. I don't get phone call. Pick up, just pick up the fucking phone and call people nowadays. Jesus Christ. Um, like it's it's again it's eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. It's the National Suicide Prevention um, Hotline. So uh, I just felt the need that we we needed to put that out there because uh, you know we did just mention that and um, somebody could be struggling right now or you could know someone that's struggling and this is definitely a real thing and mental health is very important to both of us as we mentioned before so just wanted to if anybody needs that make sure you use it i've used it use it <laughs> use it if you need it people out there love you the world needs you you are special just wanted to, to mention that to everyone Thanks.
everyone. If you have so, a weird feel like you should reach out to somebody that you haven't talked to in a oh really my long God. time, do, do it. Intuition is a thing. Like, fucking do it. Don't, Man, I don't have intuition, and it's so funny minute. because sometimes I will literally do this. Um, I won't say who, but recently, like in the last week, I've reached out to somebody and I said, hey, really weird feeling that I needed to reach out to you and ask you how you're doing. Uh, so how are you? And she literally responded, oh my God, today has literally been the worst day and here's why. How the fuck did you know that? What? I am telling you, when your intuition tells you to talk to somebody, do it. There's a reason behind it. Well, there's just people that just need that. Yeah. You just don't know how many people actually need you to go, are you okay? Like, they just need that. They just need to go, oh, no, I'm not. I'm really not okay. Okay, lay it on me. Like, they just, <laughs> they just need that. Like, period. Not even they're having a bad day or anything. It's just, they're they're just, I need somebody to genuinely ask me if I'm okay. I There's really need somebody need to give a shit. I really, really need somebody to care. Really do. You know, we all, we all do. Um, so I did want to mention that, uh, obviously in popular culture, one of the biggest ones I'll name out there is American Horror Story Season 5 was, you know, heavily inspired by the Cecil Hotel. Um... And then uh, apparently there was a movie that incorporated parts of the hotel and suicide cases. It was called Followed, came out in 2018. I had vaguely heard about this, but I hadn't seen it. It's supposed to be like a YouTube vlog. Wait a minute. Are you talking about that piece of shit movie? I never watched it. I don't even know what it's... I, I have no Did idea. Did it come out? It was in 2018. Yeah. The guy's a vlogger, a YouTube vlogger, I guess. It he goes is to some hotel. Really it's supposed to be like bad. the Cecil and... Well, I don't plan. I've never seen. I don't plan on watching it. I'm like, I'm good on that. Um, it's it's really bad. <laughs> so the Ghost Adventures episode that we're referencing that's on Discovery Plus is Ghost Adventures Cecil Hotel. That's it. It's two hour special. Um, and then the Netflix uh, episode. It's a four part docu series. It's called Crime Scene: The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. So it's on Netflix right now. Um, oh my god! I just saw in 2000 the second season of Angel. Introduces the fictional hotel Hyperion Hotel, which is likely based on it. Oh my god! I just read Hyperion. I'm like, oh, is you Hyperion? <laughs> it's from Borderlands. <laughs> oh, is you Hyperion? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm over here like I don't get the rest. I know you don't. I'm it's sorry. Okay. It's okay. It's fine. So unfortunately, there's really no like ghosts stories um like we said before watch definitely watch the ghost adventures episode especially part two i think part two was way better than part one because part one focused so heavily on elisa lamb part two was like let's talk about everything else that's went on here yeah part two um, is way better um especially when they start actually having activity happen like yeah was, what room was zach in when the fucking water faucet came on I don't he was remember. in that jack's room See, that under under oh. vader whatever uh Unterberger, that fucking dude, dude. Uh, he got that voice too that said his name was fucking jack well let's not let's not give too much away because people need to watch that's it. true but uh <laughs> no for real watch it and yeah and so if you're you know obviously the elisa lamb stuff um also there was a thing we wanted to touch on we're not sure when i i'm pretty sure and I'm think I'm guessing that the Ghost Adventures episode was filmed before the Netflix, but just the way they released were released the Netflix docu series. I mean, that's before. so possible. 
but like that was another gripe that we had with Zach is in the first part with um in reference to Elisa Lamb, he he wasn't saying anything about her mental disorder, was kind of dismissing it or sort and we know now that obviously that's true. So I don't know if that came into into part with with filming, because I was just like, No, you're you're wrong. Like that's that's not it's kinda true. like when you watch a movie that's based on a book. <laughs> and, and then like you're, you're like that's not how that happened oh my god like we were literally just talking about <laughs> that's not how that happened oh shit <laughs> me watching Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and I Rick, don't want to talk about and how Rick, shit and Rick going and Rick going because I'm in because we're in the theater watching and I'm going that did wait that wasn't in the book who is that what is this what is that oh my god <laughs> what is that oh my god <laughs> What is it? I mean, that was me that whole, like the first half hour, I was good. The last hour of the movie, I was having an existential crisis. I was so angry, especially since I read the book. And you guys just don't, I've probably gone over this a billion times. Whoever's heard this before, I really apologize. You're like, God damn it, she's going into Abraham. <laughs> But the problem, God damn it, here she goes. The book just went so in depth about the actual history of Abraham Lincoln and then tied in vampires so fucking perfectly, especially with John Wilkes Booth. And they left all of that out. Of course they did. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I was so, oh my God, I was so fucking mad by the end of that. Movie. I watched that movie and so angry. So. I was pumped to see it in theaters because I just read I was the book. Pumped. I read the book in two days. I had never, it had been years since I had read a book that fast. That's how, that's how fucking, I was so happy about this movie. And I'm just like, <laughs> you brother fuckers. That's actually more appropriate. I like that better. <laughs> I like that way you better. You brother fuckers. Way What's really way funny better. is that, um, so guys, if you don't know, most of you do. I've started streaming. Um, I started streaming Life is Strange, and I had forgotten. I hadn't played the first, the original Life is Strange in years. It's been a while, and some of the references. Oh my god! Um, the red rum reference. Um, the cannibal holocaust reference. Yo. Um. There was also this ref this reference killed me because I guess due to marketing they weren't allowed to say what it was called. But the main girl had a flash drive from one of her friends that he let her borrow and he downloads movies and stuff and wanted her to watch them. And she goes, I even enjoyed the movies about the sensitive vampires. I fucking died because I was like, she's talking about Twilight. And oh, I was when like, you said sensitive vampires, immediately I was like so I was like, were they not allowed to say Twilight? It was like, that not allowed? <laughs> that girl twerking outside I'm, I'm gonna do it, guys. I'm serious. I know I haven't sat down and like nailed it down. I need to do it on like a rainy weekend. Well, you know what's happening this weekend. To do. It's gonna rain. And just fucking and just any cold, wet and just laugh and just laugh so 
hard because I I fucking did you see what someone did? TikTok has full on turned those into a comedy. It's a fucking comedy. <laughs> did you see what someone did? No. Someone took a tarp and hung it over something that had writ like waves in it. No, they didn't. And projected it on that. Why? That was the funniest shit oh I've ever God. seen in my life because their faces kept contorting. <laughs> I was like, I could not breathe. I think who's really nailed it though for me on TikTok is uh, Brody Wellmaker. The redheaded. Oh my god! Because now he's oh, doing other characters. My god, his Besides fucking. Bella. Oh, Bowskars. 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 Did you see the girl that's like, man? Sometimes I just sit in my day and I go, Bowskars. <laughs> Stop it, Bowskars. No. Sometimes I look at my roommate and I go, battle scars. <laughs> I don't even know why that's fucking funny. Because the way he says it, he the way he doesn't talk like I told that. You, TikTok, they've turned those fucking movies into comedies. It's just, it's done now. It's done. Forever and ever, they're, they're comedies. That's because it. he talks like this and then he goes, battle scars. And like, you're like, what the fuck? What? Did you just turn into James Cagney? For life? <laughs> Sir! <laughs> 1948, sir? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Cagney gangster movie? Like, maybe he just likes those movies. He just wanted to talk like that. He wasn't the Civil War. He just wanted to talk like that. Battle Scar. (laughs) Yeah, I love. So, my cousin lovingly posted something about. She's like, can we, like, things. She's like, things that we should stop doing. Can we stop having vampires fall in love with teenagers? It's just gross. Then you know what they're going to do. It's going to be werewolves. Can we stop having cryptid creatures fucking other people? Well, just, I don't understand teenagers, because it's gross. Yeah. Because if it's 5,000 well, years old, why are you sleeping with a 16-year-old? I don't know, or a 17. What, what, is, what is it? Why do you want to, why, why do you want to sleep with a 16 or a 17-year-old? How old you are you? You could travel the universe. You could literally sleep with it. Also, why are you straight? Why are you straight? Why are there straight vampires? Oh, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like, Edward was not fucking straight. Okay, well, I He glittered. That. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look. I'm dead. And we all know Kristen ain't straight, so you're there's right. that. You're absolutely right. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm like, okay, if they, if they wanted see... me to believe that he was straight, vampires are... How are you a vampire and you're straight? How are you, like, 5,000 years old and you're straight? Especially the women... Because periods, listen, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, you get the best <laughs> pleasure in a meal. All in I one. I just feel like that would, I can't. <laughs> oh God, no. Oh no. Uh, no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. We've turned into the fucking TikTok show. God damn it. I was anyway. going to say something and I completely forget now. I know. Now I have like TikTok brain. Um, okay, guys. That's pretty much what we've got. Speaking of cryptids, though. Nice seg. As far as, as far as Cecil. We're done with Cecil. We are done with Cecil. Um, no more Cecil. No more Cecil. Fuck off, Cecil. Yeah, we can't do it anymore. Um, I knew a guy but, named Cecil. But I'm glad. Whoa, I feel sorry for him. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we were able to talk about it. I knew people wanted us to talk about it. Wanted us to get our take on it. Please watch the Ghost Adventures and the Netflix doc if you haven't. Um... Yeah, they're both really great. And, uh, you know, and don't, and if you go to LA, don't stay there. It's not worth it. Just don't. I know it's cheap, but it's not worth it. Like that meme. Like, at all. 
out. But cryptid for yeah. next week. I, I actually is really funny because I we had both talked about this. We were like, we have not had an episode on this yet. The Jersey Devil. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Like we we've done all. all of the main ones except yeah, the Jersey that fucked me. I was like, why have we? We legit have not talked about the Jersey Devil. I mean, there's still sightings to this day. Like that's what's so fucked up right? about that one. That that just seems to be one that like, yeah, and and the history of it. Is oh just yeah, crazy. I love. I yeah. love. I get so obsessed with getting into the Jersey Devil show. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um. So yeah, the Jersey Devil will be next okay. week. Super excited about that. We got a surprise at the end of this month too, guys. Oh my god. Like, But yeah, okay. you just have to wait. Oh my god. Just have to wait. Yeah. Like, I'm like, hold, please. Um, I'm sorry. so the movie <laughs> that is going to be reviewed tomorrow is The Descent, which I actually find funny because Nice. That's actually the one I, I should have voted. That's actually kind of low key the one I wanted. Well, I'm gonna talk about both endings too. Yes. Because yes! <laughs> I'm sure everyone's gonna be like, Well, what about the other ending? And I'm gonna be like, Oh well, bitch, let me tell you when I found out there was sucked. another ending. Let me tell you when I found out there was another ending and I didn't motherfucking know. And I thought I was just watching it. And I was like, wait, what is this? What is, what is that? What is that? I can't turn, I can't turn into Carpe tonight. What is that? What is that? Oh my God. No, for real. Because the, oh the UK version is the good one, right? Yes. That's what I thought. Oh my God. Of course it is. I was like, she's not. And then that's when I was like, there's another ending? I had no fucking clue. Did not know at all. And I was like, thank God this is good. Thank God there was another ending. You know, sometimes you don't want them to get away. You know? You don't want anybody to get away. Sometimes no. you just want fucking movies to end like that. Sometimes, unfriended, sometimes everybody needs to die. You know? I mean, hey. That movie does give me claustrophobia, though. Oh, I don't look. I don't a lot. I don't want. I am claustrophobic, and there are parts in that movie where I have to turn. I have to, even now. I have to go. Okay, nope. I can't. Can I? Nope. Mm -mm. Can I look? Nah, is it okay? Because I can't. It's and it's it's really not even ones with the with the creatures. It's just that I am so claustrophobic that when the camera is right in their face yeah. and they're in these tight spaces, I can feel my chest. Yeah. And I'm like, no. They do that on purpose. Tell me when it's Absolutely. over. <laughs> the new Blair Witch did that for me when she was crawling through the tunnel and in As Above, So Below when oh. they were crawling. Oh, God, yeah, that like, one fucked me up, too. Yeah, any of those, I, you know. That's a big hell to know. <laughs> um, so, guys, make sure to follow us on our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh, don't fuck with the original. Big things coming for the podcast in the next couple months. Oh, so we're so excited, excited guys. for that. Um, I know we've been, everyone's like, I've been saying that for like, listen, last year was a big hiccup. We're allowed to have last year as a hiccup. Um, of course, you know, if you have any questions, concerns, or just want to say, hey, our, it's, no, our email is dfwto8493 at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify. Follow or subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a review, and of course we're on Google Podcasts and Podbean, where you can find all your podcast needs. Make sure to catch my stream on Friday. I'm playing Life is Strange Episode 2, and Monday I'm playing Layers of Fear. 
Thanks to Coffee Cat. You rock. Because Coffee Cat got a question right in my last stream and got to pick the game I'm playing next week. Layers of Fear. Super excited. I've played it, but it's really fucked up and it's great. Nice. Alright, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Be safe. Safe. Wear your yeah. mask. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. I still try to figure out what Turn the page. Wash your hands. <laughs> if, if you were a Rocco's Modern Life fan, that's where it's from. <laughs> Billy! <laughs>